It's a big subject. I'm talking with David Holmes here at the Doc Train West Conference. And David is presenting on Move to Ditta. Can you tell me, David, what's your, what's your exact presentation title and what it, what's kind of the summary of what you're presenting on? So my presentation is really on, on how business objects move to Ditta. Uh, as an organization, we had sites all over the world, uh, thousands and thousands of, of uh, pages of documentation. And we moved to Ditta really as part of like a process improvement a couple of years back. So. My talk at the conference is going to be about uh, partly how we moved to Ditta, uh, why we did it, and sort of the stuff that we found out along the way and, and how that really affected our move. Um, and I included a bit of a, a talk about the process that we did because it was slightly different than the normal process in the sense that we started uh, not so much with an initial content analysis, but more with how can we get our files into a different format in the most, basically in the quickest way possible. So we can really improve on process automation rather than on, on uh, documentation architecture. So if you have thousands of pages of, of content that's not in the data, not tagged correctly in the data structure, how did you how did you put all that into data? Um, well, we sort of did two things. So the first thing that we did is we got the most technical person on our staff who was also really familiar with the content, and we sat him in a room for a little while with an example of all of our content from across the board. So we had six or seven different file formats we were working with. So this guy sat by himself and he kind of looked at it and he said, well, how can I get this into Ditta? And how can I get this other kind of format into Ditta? And he came up with a couple of models to start with. And one of the things he quickly discovered is with six or so different formats, nine different sites, a couple of companies we'd acquired over the course of time, um, nothing was really uniform. So he created the process that really involved a lot of automation to get us there. And then he went back to the authors and he said, in order for me to use this process in your content, I need you to simplify what you have. So back to the authors, it came and he said, here's a template that I want you to apply to all of your content. And I want you to simplify it and normalize it and really standardize on what you're giving me. So from the authoring standpoint, we made a, it took a big initiative to standardize our content before uh, converting it to data. And from a technical standpoint, we developed a lot of process automation and uh, scripts to really perform the move. And then once we had both those pieces together, we just went through a, an iterative process over the course of about 18 months or so to slowly migrate uh, book after book after book. Once all of that was done and we were in sort of a data file format, we took those files back to the authors and the authors went through and, and did a little bit more semantic tagging and a little bit of refactoring to make sure that it was more topic oriented and fit the data structure better. So what could you do after you put it into Ditta that you couldn't do with the content before? Like what did that the end result enable you to have that you didn't have before? I think a lot of the, the improvements we found were on an automation perspective. So we were able to publish, our, the biggest one was probably publishing. Um, in our previous formats, the publishing process would take up to two days per book per language. Uh, in our new format, once we'd spent some time developing publishing transformations, uh, we got to a point where we were shooting at about 45 minutes per book per language. So from two days down to 45 minutes and no human involvement at all in that process, where previously it was two days of human involvement, that was a huge improvement for us. So, so you're translating all of this material to publish it? Is that, I mean, you're localizing it or, or is translation? We do. We localize to, um, 
typically about nine languages, including English. So it was, there were some improvements in localization. Uh, being in XML, it was in Unicode format, which made it a lot easier to translate. Um, there were some improvements in the overall translation process, uh, some process improvements in how we work with translation and publishing, and a lot of automation was brought into the, the loop as well, just to sort of improve our overall uh, publishing and localization process. Well, David, where did you learn all about Dita, and how did you how did you learn all these techniques that you needed to know to do this giant project? Uh, honestly, when we started in about 2006, the the universe of knowledge about Dita was pretty finite. There wasn't a lot of content available. So somebody could spend about a week or so just reading all of the content that existed on the internet and learn a lot about the process. Now after you've read a little bit, you kind of get a sense of how it works. And then the next step we took was just dive right in. Um, we started with migrations fairly early in the process. One of the first things we did was try to get some of our sample content into Dita. And once it was there, kind of work with it a little bit and see what happened. So a lot of the work was, was self-taught from knowledge that's readily available on the internet, and a lot of it was self-taught just from trial and error and really getting your hands dirty. All right, David, thanks for talking with me today. Uh, no problem. <laughs>